do, 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 do. Here we go. My name's Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 522. Why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding. And who doesn't want to feel outstanding? And I always remember our motto, which is the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding, which came from Dr. Dan Siegel, who we interviewed. And the interview will be posted in January. So we got that to look forward to. Um, a few things before we jump in. Uh, we have a Zen talk later today. Yes. At noon. Wait, later today. Oh, yes, later today. And if Correct. you want to know what that is, we have, do this thing called Team Zen. It's a subscription uh, model that we have. People pay money, 30 bucks a month or 25 How much 25, is it? 25 Toddy. 25 bucks a month. And you ask questions, we answer. Well, we... it's it's more than that. So it's a Sweetie, virtual I just community. Was starting. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's just sometimes it's like you pay money and you ask us questions. Right. Well, I'm going to start. Okay, keep going. You pay money. Okay. We you ask questions. Uh-huh. We answer. Correct. Now you go. Now, <laughs> now we have we have a vir- it's a virtual community. So there's like over a hundred people now who are in this community from all over the country and all over the world. They have a similar mission that you have, which is to raise their children in a way um, that allows them to feel like themselves and allows their children to feel like themselves. We also bring on authors um, who are, uh, you know, current books, like friends of ours who have written current books. And then we do, you know, a conversation conversation. like a FaceTime conversation or a Zoom talk conversation with those authors and, you know, Teams Zen can ask them questions. And then there's also footage of Smokey the Rabbit. And then we have a Facebook page and then we ha- you get a discount. I think it's amazing. I love Teams Zen. That's 25 bucks you spend. Well, and that's, you know, I th- somebody said, maybe it was Millie, but somebody said they had a really good quote about it. Like, you know, you get more, like, it, you know, it, it does cost something, but you get a lot more than what it costs. Yeah. And there's like 70 some odd uh, Zen talks that you can go back in the Correct. archives. It's a whole nother podcast. Anyway, that's all. Um, Wednesday night, we're screening a movie called Hunting Ground at our local library. So for those of you guys who live in Chicago, um, maybe you come here. Um, this is a quick one minute clip on the movie The Hunting Ground. And it's a movie that, hi- it's a documentary that highlights the epidemic of sexual assault on college campuses. And we've already screened it we've once. We've screened it before. Mm-hmm. But we think it's so important that we want to screen it again. I really would love for everybody to show up, but specifically the guys and if they have teenage uh, sons and daughters, uh, it would be probably a good idea. So here we go. Admissions asking if you were to get into Harvard, would you accept? And I said yes, because I knew my mom would kill me if I said anything else. <laughs> The first few weeks, I made some of my best friends, but two of us were sexually assaulted before classes had even started. I went to the dean of students' office, and she said, I just want to make sure that you don't talk to anyone about this. They protect perpetrators because they have a financial incentive to do so. The problem of sexual assault on campuses is enormous. I think it's fair to say that they cover these crimes up. There's a lot of victim blaming. He lectured us about how we shouldn't go out in short skirts. They told me, despite the fact that I had a written admission of guilt, that what I presented to them could only prove that he loved me. They discourage them from going to the police. If it goes to the police, then it's more likely to end up as a public record. Universities are protecting a brand. 
campus police cannot contact an athlete. Good enough? Yeah, I All think right. we got the gist. Got the gist. Um, so, yeah. So here's the thing about why we do these screenings. We were talking, I were just talking about a lot of the movies we brought to our community. It's about the movie, of course, so you can get some information. This movie is actually, it came out prior to the whole Me Too thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So this movie was out, like when we actually screened it at, um, at the theater in town, we were struggling to get people to come because no one was really talking about sexual assault at the time. Now... This is a conversation that I think more people are willing to have. And so what the movie does is it gives you information first. And you may there may be things you question in the movie. And then we get to have a discussion about it afterwards. The goal is not about um, take this movie and just go home. It's about let's open up our minds to what's happening um, to on, on a college campus, in a community, in a family. Our goal is to as we always say on our website and on the show, is to create uh, reflective and respective conversations or respectful conversations with each other so we can grow. That's a, that's always my goal. Is that your goal, Todd? Yes. Well, you know, awareness starts with awareness. And then uh, can we be advocates? Can we be upstanders? Um, so anyways, hopefully we'll see you there. If you're just to go to our website, click on events, and then you can register. It's free. So... Um, real quick, quick take. I a quick, quick take. <clears throat> yeah, and you I haven't shared this with you, sweetie. So okay. I'd like your two cents. Uh, in my Wall Street Journal feed this morning, uh-huh. this is the headline: Doctors at several major hospitals are experimenting with poems as a source of psychological relief and connection. For sure. First of all, that headline grabbed me. Like, sure. It's so different than what we typically think of. So read it again. In the Western model. Do- doctors at several major hospitals are experimenting with poems as a source of psychological relief and connection. So just a few quick things. Poetry may not be in common in the medical setting, but more hospitals and medical schools are turning to the power of the written word and poetry in particular to help patients process their conditions and heal. The Northwestern doctors are studying whether it's feasible for busy doctors to carve out time for poetry within patients. Now, I don't know much about you know, the medical model. Uh-huh. I know doctors' times are at a premium. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're always rushing in and rushing out. They're always rushing. So I, I guess I have a question about this. Is it poetry that they're going to be reading or helping the patients write poetry? They're examining how patients reflect on the process. They're also interviewing patients after the reading to see if the poetry affects their quality of life. So I think it could be a few things. In the, in the article that I read, the guy's like, can you grab me a poem called uh it was out of invictus or something Uh, and it was uh he was a vietnam vet Uh and he was fighting cancer and he wanted to read the poem to get inspire him inspire Mm -hmm. him to keep fighting well here's the thing we know this to be helpful like we can talk about poetry we can talk like okay so this morning um you know i wake up it's we're, you know, getting ready for another week, whatever. And when I sit down to meditate, what I have in front of me is a vision board with about 50 different quotes that I love. And looking at those quotes reminds me of where I am and who I am. Mm. It brings me back, like, because so many things in life get us disengaged from ourselves yep. that we need to recenter yep. and know what those quotes are. See, my quotes wouldn't work for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Invictus would work for me. Right. For, you know, yeah. You have to find out what language speaks to you yeah. and then 
use that. And he, and so even though I love, I mean, I love the title of that, um, you know, article, because it's called, you know, poetry. And that just, like you said, it grabbed you, but poetry quotes, affirmations, um, you know, for some people it's Bible verses for some people it's, you know, verses from the Tao or, you know, it, it's whatever makes you feel like you are centered in Mm -hmm. yourself, right? Absolutely. I actually want to pull up a clip from Dead Poet Society where he talks about poetry. Okay, go ahead. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. All right. He keeps on going, but... um... Well, and poetry, what it does to me is it takes the language and makes it into something beautiful. Well, what's good for me in poetry is I can't get my arms around it. And I mean that in the best way. Okay. Like when I read a paragraph, I'm like, okay, I understand exactly what they're saying. But poetry creates so much room for interpretation versus a paragraph does. Now, I'm not somebody who... Really, I'm not one of those guys that reads poetry on a daily basis, but I was struck by a poem that you and I shared together when we were at 1440. Okay. Remember our yoga teacher yes, wrote yes, a yes. poem called yes. Otherwise? Otherwise, It's yeah. really short, but I have it. Okay. It's a poem called Otherwise by Jane Kenyon. So if you're not driving, just close your eyes and listen to this because I think it's pretty incredible. I got out of bed on two strong legs. It might have been otherwise. I ate cereal, sweet, milk, ripe, flawless peach. It might have been otherwise. I took the dog uphill to the birch wood. All morning I did the work I love. At noon I lay down with my mate. It might have been otherwise. We ate dinner together at a table with silver candlesticks. It might have been otherwise. I slept in a bed in a room with paintings on the walls and planned another day just like this day. But one day I know it will be otherwise. And when I heard that when we're in yoga, maybe she did a really good reading or maybe it's because we were doing yoga and I was really open to it. And we didn't know exactly where it was going. And the last line just kind of, kind of just punches you in the gut, Mm -hmm. which is carpe diem, Mm -hmm. which is John Keating from Dead Poet Society. Mm -hmm. Like one day we're all going to be mulch. Correct. Which is, yes. Okay. So when I get frustrated at my kids for not getting out the door the way they should, or the way they should. I was going to say, even that is like The way that that I want want them them to, to. you know, this day is going to come and go. And how am I going to show up? It's nothing. Anyways. It's not, I mean, there's so many things. Okay. First of all, you know, we were, you know, for Thanksgiving, we were looking at some um, family home videos as we do, because Todd has made a video- uh, every year of the girls' lives for each of them. So on their birthday, they get a birthday video of like all the pictures and everything. And occasionally we look back at some of them and there's some of the, you know, the scenes in the, or pictures that are taken, but mostly it's the video where we remember that moment. Mm. And we remember how worried we were about something stupid. Like, you know, there's this one scene where the girls are all laying there and they're being silly and they're being funny. And, and again, I'm using this just cause you always pointed out and Todd's like, shh, shh, shh. 
Yeah, because not, don't be too loud. Yeah, Skyler's a baby. Right. What am I think? What are they going right. to break her break eardrums? Her, right. And we were so stressed about it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Or like when, you know, they're like pushing on the bed and making a bounce and mm. we're like, no, no, unsafe. And I know that was different than now, meaning our worries, our concerns were different, but it's all the same crap. Right. It's like all the stupid things that I judge myself right. for of how I parented 10 years ago, 10 years from now. I'm going to look back at me getting frustrated because my girls aren't getting out the door the way I think they should. <laughs> exactly. They're going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to coach myself saying, dude, chill. Well, and even like, so that's part of it, which is, you're going to be like, that really wasn't a big deal. Yeah. You know, the things that we think are a big deal are not a big deal. And also just questioning the, why should your children get out the door the way you do? Mm-hmm. And why should they at certain points of their life shut down whatever they're feeling so you feel better. Yeah. Like it's a... You're not going that, according to my plan. That whole question is really where we have to be is why do you think, like I was just reading, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade and um, Gabrielle Union. Do you know them? I know D. Wade. I don't know who Gabrielle Union is. Well, that is his wife. And okay. she also had quite a thing going on this weekend where she used to be on um, America Loves Talent. Or okay. no, America's Got Talent. Yeah. They also <laughs> love talent. <laughs> I don't watch we the show. But anyway, I guess she was let go and it and it was a very like Dwayne Wade was posting like uh, tweeting about it like mm. I guess there was some race issues mm. in regards to like she had she had gone to like the the higher ups and said certain things were happening. And then she was the one who was let go. So it could have been female thing, women thing. It Mm. could have been a race thing. Regardless, there was, there's a lot of talk about it. Controversy. She's been let go. But another thing that happened was they posted a picture of their family and they have um, a son and a daughter. And um, in the picture... There, it, his uh, his son Zion, and I think he refers to himself as a male. I'm mm-hmm. saying son, but I'm not sure. And in the picture, he has acrylic nails mm-hmm. and kind of like a crop top. Mm-hmm. And he posted the picture. I'm going to show it to you just so you can see it. Okay, it's uh, like his Thanksgiving picture. Is it the? Oh, it's the young man. Okay. Yes. Um, and again, I don't know his he pronouns. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm. I don't want to be offensive. Meaning, sure. if he refers to himself as, I don't know. But um, Dwayne posted this of his family, and then you know, of course, people have to be mean. Oh yeah. And he said, I've seen some post Thanksgiving hate on social about my family photo. Stupidity is a part of this world we live in, so I get it. But here's the thing. I've been chosen to lead my family, not y'all. So we will continue to be us and support each other with pride, love, and a smile. Boom. And he's he's talked about, you know, this before. This has come up because he posts family pictures, and he's just been a really fantastic father and leader. Mm. Um, And most of the posts that I saw were really awesome. Yeah. You know, but I just wanted to share, like, why do we have children and think they're supposed to be like us? You know? They're if they not. are, that's a problem. Exactly. The way they walk out the door. It may not be the way we are. It, the way that they decide to wear acrylic nails. Maybe we didn't do yeah. that. Maybe they liked sports or didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they're not us. Right. And we, our job is to support them in being who they are. And can I, give, can I offer my poetry before we move on? Sure. So you have to find it. Oh, okay. So I, I love poetry, poetry, meaning that I really do love um, a good poem or a good quote, you know, a good snippet from a poem. <clears throat> but we went to see uh, Frozen 2 mm-hmm. this last weekend, and 
I feel like we can find poetry everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's in the song. The one I was playing for Sky this morning is called Show Yourself. Okay. And go about, you don't have to play from the beginning. Go into it. Okay. And it gets to be about toward the end. I actually had the lyrics on my screen. Too. Okay, so just like keep going. that song yeah i can't even do it because i cry every time i can't do it i know and i'm like what's wrong with me how come i'm not crying you are the one you've been waiting for all of your life Mm. like that's that's and i don't want to ruin because people probably haven't seen that movie yet so i don't want to ruin what happens in that scene yeah um but so many of us feel like we don't belong or that Mm. we're lost or that there's something external. We're supposed to find a partner. We're supposed to have this certain job or whatever. And the real truth about life is you've been waiting for yourself to catch up with what you are, to remember what you are and that you are essential. Mm. And it, it comes and goes, meaning I don't believe any human being can get that awareness and then hold it 24 seven. But that song is a moment of this like amazing awareness. Well, I'm starting to appreciate the movie a little bit more because we saw it over Thanksgiving and the words that we just heard from Adina. Um, it makes me think, uh, show yourself, there's two people, right? Correct. And maybe when you first hear it, you're like, okay, who's the other person? But both people are in you. Correct. And the one person is your ego, the way I interpret it, it's your ego, it's your need for approval, control, security from somewhere outside of myself. Correct. Whereas when she says, you're the one you've been waiting for, Correct. that's your soul, that's it's, your heart center. Right. That's, that's who that's you what are. That is, right? And you, and there's, like you said, the song is a double, it, it plays with the language because initially she thinks it's somebody else. Yeah. And there's a piece of that. Yeah. But really it's the awareness of your, you know, grow yourself, mm. like step into your power, like that's remember says who it. you remember are. who you are and that's as parents we're going saying that to our children isn't going to be like oh okay now they got it but if you can hone that like if you can say that in different ways and Dwayne Wade is saying that yeah this is my family yeah 
this is who we are. Mm. Oh, you know, like I'm not worried about you. Yeah. I'm worried about these people yeah. and, and, and my love for my family and allowing my children to be whoever they are. Yeah. And that if we can do that, like that moment in that song, in that movie, I was sobbing. Like I, because that is it. I always talk, or I used to talk about this all the time that anytime you just cry, like at words or poetry or whatever, it's a resonance of truth. Well, and it hits your soul. It, it does. Hit, it gets me outside of my head, yes, which is yes. where I reside. And that's why something like poetry or music, you can't get your arms around it with your thinking brain. No. It hits you in the heart. It does. It hits you in the gut. It's beyond language, you know, and it's funny because Todd, you know, shared this beautiful poetry. Then he shared, you know, you know, what's his name? Uh, Robin Williams or, mm-hmm. you know, John Keating talking about poetry. And then we share this song from Frozen, which to me is poetry. It's yeah. beautifully written. And then I even we watched The Irishman last night and there is certain scenes in that movie that there's a message being conveyed with no language yeah. that is poetry. And again, it, I don't know if you're going to see it, but there's a lot that's trying to be said in that movie. And so my point is, is that poetry lives everywhere. And for some, it's Walt Whitman and, you know, Mary Oliver, and it's a little, it's more obvious, mm-hmm. you know, or Mark Nepo or mm-hmm. whoever your poets are. And, and also remember the poetry resides in things that, we see every day in the Irishman and and, and Frozen, Frozen Two in a Dwayne Wade post, yeah. Um, and that when something hits you, you don't have to be like, "Oh, that shouldn't hit me," or "I should enjoy some other kind of poetry." Poetry is poetry. Yeah. Own it. Yeah, and and, if be, it, and be open to receiving it. Yes, is what I think. What you're trying to say yes. is, you know, I watched the Irishman. I didn't think I was going to be open to be moved through. You know, words. a mobster movie. Right. I just really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let it put yourself in a position to get socked in the gut with something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like I'm looking at it as own it. Don't let someone tell you that you shouldn't feel a certain way. Because again, part of the reason, like you know, deep thought into me that I love to talk about pop culture is because when I grew up, I did find so much meaning in lyrics and movies. And I, I don't know if people, I don't remember someone saying. It doesn't exist there, but I got the message somehow that I was looking in the wrong place. Yeah, that people were like, "That's not poetry. That's not important." And and as I grew up, I'm like, "But that's where I feel it." Yeah, I watch a movie and I get socked in the gut. I I listen to a song from Frozen and I feel it. So who is anyone to tell me that that's not important? Well, and you get socked in the gut a lot, and I, know. I get envious of you and people like you that get moved by music or words or looking at a landscape and I'm just so inside my head and I'm not going to apologize for it. I know I've done enough work on myself to know that shaming myself isn't going to get me anywhere and I'm just kind of wired just a teeny bit differently than somebody like you're empathic. You're an empath. Yeah. I'm a little bit more whatever the opposite of empathy is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Well, you're more of a thinker. I'm more of a thinker. Mm -hmm. Um, But are there things that I can do to move towards you? Sure. Absolutely. Well, and remember, you were moved by that poem. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. don't need to be moved by Frozen. Right. You, because if I were like, you're not moved by Frozen, what's wrong with you? That, then I'm but doing the same thing someone did to me. For me, though, this is what the problem is. Not the problem. It takes me a few times. I You get it the minute you see it. 
Whereas sometimes somebody needs to explain to me. Well, you need to not fall asleep in the movie. Well, you sweetie, fell asleep sweetie, twice. You're not supposed to talk about that. You, he's like, now who did that? Now what? What First are they all, going for? You know what? I'm I'm going to blame <laughs> movie theater companies for making chairs so much more comfortable now. Because that one that we were at in Seattle, yeah, that had some good bounce to it, yeah, and a little recline action. Yeah. The one at York Theater in Elmhurst, where oh, my daughter works. Oh my God! It t- completely reclines. <laughs> like so, yes. Um, so, so it's their fault. But no, you're right. Even if, but if, even if I stayed Stop awake, Stop falling asleep, and you'll understand. I was like, Sweetie, oh, I'm telling you. And those stone creatures were this. You're like, ah. Oh. But here's the thing, I slept for like, it was like two, three minute naps. I know, but even can... if I stayed awake through the whole thing, okay. I still would have been, I. I got like 10% of the symbolism and the connection within okay. the story. Okay. If I would have stayed awake, I would have gotten 20%. You get like 95% of it on first viewing. I'm just, my brain is like, give me a spreadsheet. Right. And you're looking at it from that. the top level and yeah. you're not underneath the right. looking at all the things. Okay. So anyway, I'm. thank you for bringing up poetry yeah. uh, because it's really... We uh, we had no plans to talk about no. poetry, and we're 26 minutes in. Well, it's a great way to dive Segway. into what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to preview what the second half of the show okay. is going to be. My sweetheart, because she's awesome, It's like, how about we do a, a gratitude calendar for the month of December, and we'll post it on our website. So we did that. Is it on our website, or is yeah. it just on our Facebook page? No, it's on our website. Um, it is, you, you write in it, this month is dedicated to the practice of noticing and caring. So you have 31 activities you could do. And before we get into that, we do have one partner of the week, Canvas People. Sweetie, the holidays are just around the corner. How's your sh- holiday shopping Good. going? I'm like halfway done. Halfway home. For a really special gift for the special people in your life, you've got to check out Canvas People. They print your favorite memories on Canvas and turns them into unique works of art that adds a beautiful touch to your home. Great for decor. The prints are like pieces of art. So here's the deal. Is a special, very limited holiday offer. Canvaspeople.com is offering their popular 11-inch by 14-inch photo canvas for free. That's right, free. These normally sell for $69.99, but you'll pay nothing. Just cover shipping and handling. To get your free canvas, text ZEN to 64000. Just pay shipping and handling. This offer won't last. Text ZEN to 64000. That's ZEN to 64000. And you don't even need to go to your laptop. You can actually do it, upload them right from your phone and put in your credit card information. It's actually really easy. So anyways, thank you, Canvas people. And uh, thank you for supporting Canvas people to our listeners out there. So let me say why that we decided to make this. Two reasons. Number one, there is an organization that always does a calendar. And I can't remember what they're called. It's always free. Probably a Um, million of them. Yeah, you're right. There's a million of them. They're like a version of an advent calendar where it's like a quote or a suggestion or, you know, something we can do to be grateful for. Um, And Todd and I, years and years ago, we used to do these virtual retreats um, for the month of December. Oh, my God. Do you remember? I would write something every night. How did I do that? I would sit there and watch you write. I don't know how you did it, but you would like write like these miniature books for every Every virtual retreat. So like we would have a virtual retreat for the month of December. Some of you listening might remember because you, oh my, that totally rhymed. Uh, Did you hear me? No, I didn't. Said we had a virtual retreat for the month of December. December. Some of you listening might remember. There you go. See, it's like the holiday time. Poetry. Poetry. Um, So we would like, you know, people would 
join. And then every day we would send out an email and then we had a Facebook page and we would do basically what this calendar is, even though obviously it's not as extensive or I'm not writing you like a full page about anything. But basically what people liked the most about our retreats was give me something something to do. And now do is an interesting word because sometimes it's like what we were talking about before. It's not about doing, it's give me a space to be in Mm -hmm. where I can experience this month a little differently because sometimes do just adds to your list. I know, but sometimes I like when people just, you know, I'm really good. Give me a list of things to do. I'll knock it out. But if you're like, come up with a list of things to do, I'm like, I'm stuck. Right. And there's a space in between where you are more of a spreadsheet list person and I'm more of a contemplation person. So for- You're a creator. Right. So I'm a doer. And in the, so with this calendar, we've kind of got to find the place in between, right? Mm-hmm. So for December 1st, which was a couple days ago, the first thing was set an intention for the month. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know what that feels like or looks like to you. Mm-hmm. Set an intention for the month is what is my, like, it's not about goal, like I'm going to have gifts ordered by the 15th and I'm going to have decorations up by the 3rd. It's not, for me, that's not what that is. It might be for you. For me, it's to just do things this month that are within the the framework of the season, meaning things I enjoy. Yeah. What makes me feel grateful? Things I'm not going to go to a bunch of parties that I dread. I'm not going to do a bunch of things that people tell me I should do. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a brunch with someone that I enjoy. I'm going to have a you know do a holiday party with some neighbors that we always do a holiday party with. We are gonna do you know spend time with our family. Things that make the season feel like the season. Yeah. Well, do things that you feel in alignment with. Correct. Better. Thank you. That's a better way to say it. My intention is just to be present. And it should be my intention every month of every year for the rest of my life because most of the time I'm not, quite honestly. So it's just another opportunity to be like, huh. Yeah. And you breathe, know what? Breathe. Look around. Listen yes. to my freaking wife and daughters instead of thinking about when I'm going to get back on the computer. Right. Where basically it's just a big cycle, circle of doing the same thing and nothing ends. As, actually, presence is, is overused. I'm going to go with listen consciously. Oh, I like that. That's my new one. Well, I've been writing on my hand. Um, what through, does that say? Um, I, it says P-S-L-K. What does that mean? Which is presence, self-love, and kindness. And I've been writing it most days since before Thanksgiving. Did you run out of space on your hand? You just wanted to write the first letter of every word? Well, I don't need to write the whole word. Oh. Um, I just wrote the letters because it reminds me okay. to do those things. Anyway, uh, number two. Are we going to go through all 31 no, of them? Mm-mm. Okay. We're just gonna, I circled 10 of my favorites. Today is the 3rd of December. Yes, it so is. let's just go up to. So, so the second, December 2nd, was write down 10 things that make you feel grateful. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't want to write them down, come up with them in your mind. Yeah. Um, you know, like make pictures of them, tell somebody, say them out loud. Like you don't have to do, you don't have to write them. Mm. You'll probably write them. Yes. Yes. So what 10 things are you grateful for? Give us a few. Oh, what am I? Oh, Just I'm, off the top of your head. Don't get too. I'm grateful for my sweetie. Okay. I'm grateful for my kids teaching me how to respond and not react. Mm, that's good. I'm grateful because I have food in my fridge. Yeah, I'm me too. grateful because I, my favorite things in the world are to breathe and to drink water. Like, mm, honestly, like, are they great? They're the most basic human things. And I honestly, 
Like sometimes I have a hard time catching my breath where, whether I'm in a hot yoga class or just talking too much. Yeah. And then I just take one conscious breath. Like, honestly, is there anything better than that? <laughs> right. I'm totally like in this different state right now. Like I just. You like to breathe and drink water. Breathing and drinking water. No, it's and, we take it for granted. And and gravity, like the ground. Like, you're glad you're not floating around? Yeah. Think about that. It, life would be harder if we lived on the moon. Yes. For many different reasons. But the fact that gravity always brings us back. Right. It's very metaphorical. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, those are my three. Rooting. You know, yeah. it roots us. Those are... And so that's about five, six. So maybe a couple others that you can throw out there because we're supposed to do 10. Well, I don't have to do 10 right now. I'm, true. I, I want to get through my list, sweetie. True, true, true. Okay. So today is December 3rd. So that is on our calendar, write a kind note or post it and put it on someone's door. Now for, you can do that, like your child's door, you can do more than one post it. You can put it on the office. You know, like if you have a spouse who has an office door, Mm -hmm. you can put it, if you go to work, you can put it on someone's door there. Um, you can put it on the front door of a neighbor. Like, again, the reason I wanted to like talk about these is don't, there is no like specificity, right? Like you get to choose, make it your own. When you read that, who do you think, I want to put a note on their door. Mm. You can do it anonymously. You can write a note and say it's from you. It's totally up to you. My favorite, uh, this my first favorite is on December 4th. Okay, December 4th. What is December 4th? Put some 4th? dollar bills in your car so you can give them to people or charities. Like, I haven't done this yet, mm-hmm. and the Salvation Army people at the grocery store mm-hmm. are out there. Ringing, ringing their, their bells. Their bell. And I need to get to the bank. I have to go to the bank today anyway. So this is my reminder. You like, usually do this, though. I know. I haven't this done it yet. This was your thing. Yeah. And, I, and it's unless you put it in the car, you're not going to forget it. it. Mm-hmm. Put it in. If you have one car, put it in your glove box. Um, so anyways, and that's such an easy thing to, I don't know. Well, just it, the whole thing is about get it available. Like we live in Chicago or outside of Chicago. So if ever we get close to the city, there's usually somebody who is in need who, when you pull up to a stoplight, who needs something. Yeah. And and so many of us are like, oh, I don't have any cash or whatever. Giving a dollar or two is coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be uh, s- something to eat. It could be a toothbrush. It could be um, it, like these little things we think that the don't amount to anything can change a day. Not only that, it helps you because you're giving, because right. you feel better. Feels it good. helps the person who's receiving. And the other thing that I was talking about is if somebody observes the act yes. and is not even a part of it, yes. it fills them up too. Yes. So it's like a triple threat. Like right. you feel better, the person you're giving to feels better. And if somebody, somebody happens else. to witness that you're giving a $5 bill to the Salvation Army person, it fills them up. Yeah. So anyways. Okay. What are some other ones you like? Um, Number uh, December 5th, give the people you love an extra long hug. I like that. Yeah, because I hug you a lot, but it's probably more mechanical. Yeah. Um, pat, pat, pat. Yeah, same as my kids. Right. Like, in, like I have some guys in the tribe that give like really good long hugs. Uh-huh. And it feels, it biochemistry, uh, bio, it, biochemically, it changes something in your body when you give an extra long hug. Ed Gudis, I know he listens to the show. He's a good friend of mine. He gives the best hugs. Really? I swear to God. So yeah, extra long hugs. Like Olaf. Does Olaf give extra long hugs? He likes warm hugs. Oh. Olaf is all that is good. He is. He's all that is good. And well, I don't want to give anything away in the movie. Um, December 9th. Tell someone your favorite holiday memory. Do you have one? Well, you know, the one that always comes to me pretty quickly is Christmas Eve's 
like, and I'm saying Eve's because more than one, like where my, I'd usually be with my aunt and my sister. We would usually sleep in the same place, like in the basement or something. And God, Christmas Eve mm-hmm. just has, and there's not one, Yeah. meaning I, I know some people are like, oh, the year I got a bike or whatever. I don't remember one specifically. It's just Christmas Eve is like, it's like a, a magic time mm-hmm. because magic is about to occur. It's like going to Disney World. It it's, there's is. something childlike, it's and a innocent, feeling. and yeah. And you know, unfortunately, and I'm not trying to be a downer, but we can't really get that one back. Mm-hmm. We can remember what it felt like, mm-hmm. but it belongs to children. Yep. Do you know what I mean? That's, what it's, that's what's great about it. Like, I still love Christmas Eve because <clears throat> you and I stay up late and I would maybe love have a to glass have of the wine. Same anticipation, right. enthusiasm. Youth is wasted on the young. It, it's theirs, and I if we give it to them. Um, my favorite holiday memory, uh-huh. um, we had a dog named Spooker, Yeah, and we accidentally left him out on Christmas Eve, uh-huh. and we thought he was frozen somewhere oh. in a ditch, oh. and our neighbor grabbed him. And But we spent the majority of Christmas morning not opening presents, crying, oh, thinking Spooker was dead. Is a good memory? And then we got a phone <gasps> call Spooker. saying I brought Spooker in when I got home. Tim Minio, our neighbor brought him in because he worked late mm. uh so i wish he would have knocked on our freaking door but he probably we were probably all asleep. asleep yeah so anyways talk about adulation is that a word talk about celebration celebration adulation if that's a word i don't i think adulation is for somebody else really yeah i don't know i'm well, gonna how look about it spooker? up um, adulation well, for spooker the dog. how about the fact that our daughter um, and we don't have it quite yet, so we don't know for sure. A flattery. Adulation is flattery or praise. Oh. Oops. Sorry, um, everybody. So, th- and I'm not going to get too deep into this story, but basically our daughter left something in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we were like, that's never going to be found. Now, we didn't say that to her, but it's like we wanted to do the due diligence to see if we could get it back. Yeah. But there was a part of me that was like, we're back in Chicago I just don't think it will be there, but we're going to do what we can. And I think it's been found. I think so too. And that's, it's a, Spooker's more important because yeah. Spooker's a dog. But those moments of where you're like, wow, people are good. Spooker's a dog that uh, one day we got home and we said, where's Spooker? And my dad said, oh, we, I took him to a farm. Yeah. yeah. How's that for <laughs> helping somebody through an emotional <laughs> process? Thanks, dad. But um, why did a, why did parents always say they took dogs to I a farm? Know. Who knows? What's going on there? The old farm. There's a farm with a lot of with dogs. a lot of dogs. Um, December 11. Text three people and tell them you're thinking of them. I do this in December and I do this not in December. Good. Um, I think that's a good one. Number twelve. Cancel a plan that you wish you would have not scheduled for today. This is a total sweetie one. It is number. So basically, what you're saying is can't disappoint somebody. Absolutely. Um, and give yourself a gift. Yes. Yeah. Don't. So so this is December 12th. Cancel a plan that you wish you would have not scheduled for today or another day. It is not. You it, You know, Todd's right. You may disappoint someone. You may not. Yeah. They may be psyched you canceled. Also, it gives you a chance to look over your month and say, what did I schedule out of should mm-hmm. instead of out of like reason for the season? Yeah. You know, and it gives you some permission to cancel it mm-hmm. and not cancel it like I don't like you people or, you know, that you just may not like that party or you may not want to get dressed up and go out at nine o'clock. And whoever may not be as disappointed as you think they might be. Well, to your point. this is a funny thing is that I know from women that sometimes um, people will be like, oh, I got a call this morning and my friend canceled our coffee date and I was so glad. Mm-hmm. Now, I hope that's not all the time that we feel that way. Then what sure. are we doing? But majority of time, if we don't want to go, the energy is probably not in it 
to begin with. Yeah. It's not coming from the right place. Yeah. So anyway. Um, no, December 17th, write a hand, handwritten thank you note and mail it. Yes. Like, what a simple gesture that nobody does, including myself, that can be have such an impact. Like, oh my God, they actually put a stamp on it. I know. I sent my aunt one uh, a couple weeks ago and it actually got mailed back to what us. What about your postcard idea? I love that. Tell them. Postcard idea. So I got this. So uh, Mari Andrew, who is an artist that I really like on Instagram, she sells this book of postcards. And so it's her artwork, which is meaningful. And then they're made into postcards. So and they're filed under different things like birthday, um, you know, just because thank you. And I've been sending them to people when I think of them. Yeah. So they're available. And postcard stamps are cheaper. Just ask Todd because he gets mad if I put a regular stamp on a postcard. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, December 28th, write your favorite word on your hand with a Sharpie. That's a total Kathy. So I kind of did that today, but I, I do that a lot. I, I often in my workshops, I do, I give everybody a Sharpie and everyone's super uncomfortable about writing on their skin because we all learned as kids, don't write on your skin. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not saying like write all over your skin constantly, but this is not going to hurt me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm showing Todd my hand. Like we're not going to get like Sharpie poisoning. You know, we, so many of us get tattoos on our body and put ink into our body all the time. So it's okay. Again, if, if you disagree with me, I guess, I guess I really don't know if there's Sharpie poisoning. I hope there's not. I'm guessing there's not. <laughs> but. Cause you'd so, probably be dead. Right. Cause I write on my hands all the time. Um, December 30th, let yourself off the hook for not doing everything on the calendar. <laughs> oh my God. This is, this should just be called Kathy. <laughs> oh, did, so it doesn't resonate with you? I think it's great. Okay. Give yourself a break. My gosh. Just well, you know how break. when it's like, oh, I'm going to give up now because I didn't do the first couple days. So what? Maybe Start do in the one. middle. Yeah. Do one of them. So the point is, sweetie, is this calendar. What about my last one? Oh, sorry, sweetie. Choose a word. Uh, or intention for 2020. I'm going to reserve that because I don't have my word yet, okay. but I like that. Me too. Well, as you can see, um, it starts with that and it ends with that, yeah. right? Set an intention for the month and then choose a word for 2020. So this is on on our website. I can't, let me let me see if I can actually get the link so I can say it to I'll everybody. Put it in the show notes. Yeah, put it in the show notes, but I do so have it. As you're pulling it up, just so you guys know, I timestamp this. I actually, the present talks, I timestamp really well, but... On a lot of shows, I timestamp it. So basically, if you scroll up on your phone, you could see what we talked about and you could see the timestamps. And if there's a resource on there, you can click on that hyperlink. So you don't have to go to your laptop. When I say it's in the show notes, you can very easily access that from your phone. Just scroll up a little bit. And I think you can review now from your phone, right? Just do the stars. I'm sure you can. Yeah. If you're just like messing around, give us like, and, and you feel this way, give us five stars because it... Is easy. Speaking of reviews, uh, M Dolphin eighty eight says so relevant and respectful. So thank you for that. And then thank the you. other one is Mom Ways from the United States. Uh, I've heard it said women connect face to face way while men connect shoulder to shoulder. Usually men talk about things or over activities. Anyways, that was I guess some feedback on one of the shows that we did back in October. So uh, yeah, reviews help. So here's what it's called. It's zenparentingradio.com backslash caring dash calendar dash 2019. Now I know, you know, I don't know if you're going to get all that because you can also just get it off People our Facebook page. People love writing page. URLs <laughs> and know. then typing them in. Zenparentingradio.com caring dash calendar dash 2019. 
or you can look at the show notes and just click on it. Um, but yeah, download it. And my suggestion always with these kind of things is do this with your children. Put it, I, I print it out and I'll put it on the fridge or tape it to the like their bathroom mirror or put it on, you know, in the kitchen somewhere. And don't force them to do anything because them just even thinking about these things makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It's just do the do it with them or tell them how you're doing it. Suggest that they join you if they don't. That's fine. That's fine too. That's another learning experience. It is. Can you can you enjoy this and celebrate it without making making your do kid it. do it? Or your like spouse. it's really for you or your spouse. Your partner. Sweetie, you're good at that. Well, and so I guess the language because I said give it to them, share it with everybody. And if they don't pick it up, fine, but you enjoy it. Because remember, I actually got a great, great quote today. um, And I'm going to share it with you guys because I'm going to pull it up. And it's somewhat, it's kind of poetic too. So it came from Mark Nepo's book, Book of Awakening, which I talk about all the time. And he shares a story about a woman who was really helpful to him. And she said to him, yours is to live it, not to reveal it. So it's not because he was getting frustrated with not getting published and no one recognizing his poetry and he wanted to be famous. She's like, just go live it. That's what it's about. Breathe and drink water. Um, I'm grateful for Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald-headed beauty from uh, Avid Company, painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area, 630-956-1800. We're going to close with uh, Frozen 2, um, a song called Into the Unknown. Yeah, this is another good one from the movie. I'm going to fast forward, though. There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day And ignore your whispers which I wish would go away Oh, oh. You're not a voice You're just a ringing in my ear And if I heard you, which I don't And spoken for, I fear Everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls I've had my adventure, I don't need something new I am afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you into the unknown everyone remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and feel free to leave a five-star review on itunes it helps people find us also subscribe and review our pop culturing podcast a gen x viewpoint on movies and tv with an emphasis on personal growth and self-awareness it's basically the flip side of zen parenting radio Do you want more Zen Parenting? Check out our third podcast, otherwise known as Team Zen. One of our team members described it as an advice column meets group help meets like-minded community. With your $25 subscription, you get two live Zen Talks with an opportunity to ask us live questions, plus a Facebook community where you can interact or just listen to like-minded parents. If you can't join us live, you can still access all the Zen Talks through the Team Zen podcast app. Zen Parenting Conference 2020 is February 28th and 29th. We'll be discussing sex ed, gender, anxiety, neurodiversity, and healthy relationships. Go to zenparentingconference.com to get your tickets. Interested in inviting us to speak at your conference or organization? Go to zenparentingradio.com and submit a speaker request. And while you're there, check out our upcoming events or you can purchase one of my three books. 
you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link under the support us link on our homepage. It doesn't cost anything to you, but we get a small commission from Amazon. And guys, I have a one-on-one coaching practice. It's called Coaching for Guys. You want to achieve a better work-life balance or deepen your relationships with loved ones? We can talk in person, phone, FaceTime, you choose. And don't forget about Tribe Men's Group. We have a virtual community from men all over the world. Head on over to tribemensgroup.org or shoot me an email at todd at zenparentingradio.com. It's an opportunity for guys to come together and talk about what really matters. Finally, I want to give a special thanks to our founding partner, Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald-headed beauty, and the company he has is Avid. They do painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Go to avidco.net or give them a call at 630-956-1800. Thanks for all your love and support, and keep on trucking.